Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the word. God bless you. Did you know that God has given us, God has given us tools to combat the, press, the pressures and the stresses that we face in life? And um, you know, a, diamond, a diamond is something that, that has, has only been formed because intense pressure for an extremely long period of time was applied to it. But the more intense the pressure, the longer that it's been applied, the more beautiful, the more refined that diamond is. And the diamond is known as, as the hardest substance that we have on earth, or one of the hardest substances. And it's because of that pressure that it has its resiliency. Because of the pressure that it's been applied, it has great value and great worth. Well, God has given us something that's immeasurably better than diamonds. Did you know that? Come on, we're all the ladies. Are you excited about that? Immeasurably better than diamonds. There's literally hundreds, hundreds of verses in the Bible that talk about faith. There's hundreds of verses that talk about faith. Faith is, is one of, if not the most precious gifts, precious tools that God has given us. For example, in Romans 12, 3, it says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. Ouch. But rather, rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to you. And you might be thinking, well, out of all the hundreds of verses there are in the Bible, why did he, why did he pick that one with a little bit of an edge to it, a little bit of an ouch factor to it? Well, because the most important thing about faith is that it doesn't belong to us. It has been given to us, but it's from God. We can't generate faith in our own power. There's no amount of working or striving that we can do to make faith. That this tool, that the, we, this substance that we have to combat stress, to combat the enemy, is from God alone. And so first off, we have to recognize that, that faith comes from them, him. And the good news about this verse is what it says is that God has distributed faith to every one of us. There is nobody that he has made without faith. Every single person that is born onto this planet has a measure of faith distributed to us. So we just have to activate it. We have to realize it's, that it's there. We have to know that it's from God. And then we have to apply it. We have to apply it to our lives. And so it's a good reminder whenever you think about the struggles that you're in, the, the trials that you're facing, that it's, it's not in our own ability. It's not in our own power. Because just in our natural ability, just in what we can do by ourselves, everybody has a break point. In our, in our own power, everybody has a point of failure. Eventually, the stresses of life, the, the pressures that are applied to us will break us down unless there's a supernatural influence. Unless there's something that, that, that goes above our own ability, goes above our own strength, is more powerful than, than what we can think of or imagine, we have to allow faith to come into our life. Faith is an armor that we carry from God. In Ephesians 6, the Bible says that above all else, Above all else, all the other armor pieces of the sword of the spirit, helmet of salvation, above everything else, lift up the shield of faith. That you'll be able to quench every fiery dart that the devil throws at you. 
Faith is a substance. It's a substance. Diamonds are a substance, but faith is, is something different. Faith is, a, is an immaterial thing that has material power. Let me say that again. Faith is an immaterial thing. Diamond is a material thing. Faith is an immaterial thing, but it has material power. Similar to, to in, our, in our world, a magnetic field, right? You have two magnets, and if they're of opposite charges, the opposite polarity, then they will repel each other. So that if you bring one magnet towards another, even though there's nothing physically in between them, there's a repulsion. There is a force that is applied. Faith is like that, but in the spiritual realm. When, when you have faith that is of a positive nature, then negative spiritual forces that come at you are automatically repelled. That they can't come inside that force field. That when you lift up your shield of faith, you're not picking up a physical shield, but you're picking up a supernatural power that's gonna resist every evil that comes your way. Because faith is from God. It's not our ability, it's not us, it's from Him. Faith is an armor, and faith under pressure produces power. Faith under pressure produces power. The title of this message is Potential Power. Potential Power. Power, power produced by faith carries breakthrough. When, when we exercise faith, when we apply the faith that God has given to us, and, and the resistance of pressure is there, we can expect that there's gonna be breakthrough. In fact, we can depend on breakthrough. A lot of people on this altar just now, they were expecting the power of God to come into their life. Why? Because they had faith. They had faith to step forward. They had faith to believe in something greater than them. They had faith in a supernatural God who loves us, who wants to give us good things. He doesn't want evil for us. There's an enemy that wants that. But God wants to bless us. He wants to impart breakthrough into our lives. When we, allow, when we allow faith to, to rise up, then, then whatever pressures are facing us, whatever resistance we feel, it's gonna create potential in our lives. The harder the pressure on a, on a piece of coal or on a diamond, the more refined it is. The harder the pressure on us, the more potential power is being built up. And the devil might try and throw the kitchen sink at us, whatever he can to derail us from God's purpose for our lives. But if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. If you continue to lift up that shield of faith, the potential energy on the inside of you is gonna grow. And power is just energy that's applied over time. So the longer you're experiencing that pressure, the more power and the greater the force that is gonna get ready to be released. That breakthrough is coming. The longer that you have to wait, the power just keeps growing. So if you're facing a challenge that's, that's not just days or weeks or months, but maybe years long, you can expect that the energy, the potential that is being generated is gonna be so powerful, it's gonna knock the devil's devil socks off. That just expect the longer that you have to fight against him, the more he's gonna be running away from you. He may come at you one way, but he's gonna be fleeing 10 ways. And if more enemies come at you, then just expect the greater the reward, the greater the harvest of what you're gonna get, what you're gonna receive, the breakthrough that you're gonna feel. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So every time the devil sends an attack at you, every time the devil sends demons at you, there's, there's an equal and opposite reaction that's building up. 
There's an equal and opposite force that's being generated. But the Bible says that, that as we give, it will be given back to us, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Faith is a magnifier. Faith is an exponential generator, and it's a multiplier. So, so that faith that you're, re, you're resisting with, you know that the, the longer and the stronger that the devil comes at you, the more that faith is being developed, the more that faith is being strengthening. So you can thank the devil. That's why it says in James 1, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, for the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you are perfect to complete, lacking nothing. That faith is being tested, but strength is also being generated. The potential aspect of it, it's potential power. The release of that power is dependent upon an application of faith. If you apply faith, it's gonna have a positive result, a positive outcome. If you don't apply faith, it's gonna have a negative result or negative outcome. And I wanna talk about that to start, the negative potential or the loss of potential. I like, to, I like to, to think about it in, in terms of, um, of a, a stress ball. You guys know the squeeze ball, stress balls? Whenever, like, whenever you squeeze onto that thing, the, the, the tighter that you hold it, there's always a release somewhere. You, you, you can't just squeeze that scene, squeeze that thing, and, and shrink it down into, into a tiny little marble. Like The harder that you squeeze on it, the more it's going to increase in other areas. The same is true for us. The harder the devil squeezes on us, the more we're going to increase in other areas. As long, as long as we don't let him get under our skin. Because if he pierces us, if he pierces us, then there's a negative result. There's negative potential. We have a loss of potential. If we let him get under our skin, if we, if we don't lift up that shield of faith and the fiery darts hit home, then, then we don't have the energy to put into to the breakthrough. We're, now we're putting our energy into, into wound care. Now we're putting energy into, into uh, bandaging ourselves up and stopping the hurts or stopping the bleeding. Now we have to take time and energy into, into recovery. And, and maybe some of the times, some of the battles that we face, they, uh, we've been under such intense pressure that it actually creates a trauma. And, and even though maybe after we've gotten a release, the, the trauma of the battle is still there. And so now, now we're debilitated. Now we, we don't have the, the faith to step into another battle. We don't have to, the faith to fight again. We cannot let the devil get under our skin. We have to remember that it's, it's faith in God that he is our trust, he is our shield, he is our security. When we lift up that shield of faith, believe what the word of God says, that no fiery darts are gonna come in and pierce you. Faith is belief. Faith is belief in him, belief in his word. Whenever you, you do get pierced, the, the energy is released, sometimes in a destructive way. Whenever, whenever we're under intense pressure, and, and I mean, to be honest, sometimes not even that intense pressure, we can, we can lash out at people that, that had nothing to do with the pressure, had nothing to do with the circumstances, why we were feeling you know, so attacked. Maybe, maybe it's, it's people that love us the most. And, and just because of the proximity to us, they're the ones who get the brunt of, of the negative energy release. When we don't lift up that shield of faith, when we don't handle the pressure well, sometimes we hurt the ones that loved us, love us the most. When the enemy gets under our skin, gets through our defenses, sometimes it, even, even in a, a minor way or a major way, and it, it does depend on the amount of pressure. 
The amount of pressure applied can sometimes dictate, you know, what our reactions are, what our responses are. But, but if, we, if we don't have that faith, then it's not going to be a positive response. There's a story in the Bible in Matthew 17 where a, a boy was possessed by a demon. And uh, this, this demon would throw the boy into the fire, throw the boy into the water, trying to kill him. And, and the father, distraught, he, he brings the boy to the disciples. And, and Jesus wasn't there at the time. And the disciples prayed, and they, they, they couldn't cast out this demon. They couldn't help the father get the release that he was looking for. And they were asking, why not? In Matthew 17, 20, 21. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind doesn't go out except through prayer and fasting. And that's a, that's a picture, it's a great example of faith and works going hand in hand. The, 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 the faith we can't generate by ourselves, but we can add some work to it to lend effectiveness as we go after the enemy. Prayer and fasting is, is the most effective tool that I have found in my life to defeat any struggle, any enemy that comes up against me. If you'll dedicate yourself, if you're humble yourself and pray and, and fast, then God will give you clarity of thought, clarity of reason. He'll, he'll allow you to get exactly right to the heart of the matter. So you don't have to waste your time with all the peripheral stuff. You don't have to, to, to medicate, medicate the symptoms. You can get right to the root and cut it out in Jesus' name. The tiniest amount of faith, the tiniest amount of faith, a mustard seed of faith, if the disciples had applied that in that moment, then the boy would have been healed. The tiniest amount of faith, if we have, if we apply in our lives, it will bring breakthrough. It will produce good results. Another way that we can have a negative response or negative potential is if we abdicate responsibility. Sometimes the pressure is really hard and, and there's no judgment, there's no condemnation. Every single one of us at one point or another has run from a fight that we should have stand and fought. Every single one of us has, has felt the pressure, felt the heat, and, and decided, I, I can't handle this right now. You're right, you can't. It's, remember, it's not your faith, it's his faith. He has given it to you. We can't handle it on our own ability, but we're not supposed to run away from it either. Why is that? Because the pressure is gonna fall somewhere. It's like gravity. When the pressure comes, it's gonna hit something or it's gonna hit someone. And we need to be the ones that will stand up with the shield of faith and guard against all those attacks. Because we're supposed to be the ones who are strong. We're supposed to be the ones who believe. That we've got to be the ones who will stand in the gap for those who, who don't know yet. Those who, those who haven't experienced what faith means yet. Those who haven't learned how to apply their faith yet. We can't be the ones that, that run away. Even Abraham, who's considered in the Bible the father of faith. A couple of times when he was in a hot spot and he was afraid for his life, he said, no, Sarah's not my wife, she's my sister. She's my sister. Because he didn't want the kings to, to kill him because of her. Yeah. What did that do? Did it relieve the pressure off of him, but not off of her? She had to sit in the king's house wondering if, if she was going to be forced into a marriage, wondering if she was going to be forced into this relationship, even though she was already, already married to a man of God. Because he abdicated responsibility, he stepped away from the pressure, the pressure landed on her. 
We can't be the ones that step away from the fight. We can't be the ones that step away from the pressure. We've got to believe that the, the attacks of the enemy will not affect us if we have that faith. Even a mustard seed of faith is enough. You don't have to have a mountain of faith to remove a mustard seed. You need a mustard seed of faith to remove a mountain. But we've got to apply it in our lives. We don't want somebody else to bear the burden of, of what we're supposed to carry. And what happened to Abraham, it, it, it turned into this cycle of fear, this cycle of self-doubt. We don't need to doubt our faith, we need to doubt our doubts. We need to allow God to rise up on the inside of us, give us the strength and the courage to stand in the face of any giant, no matter what comes in our way. Because we don't want the people behind us to have to face the fight that we're called to win, amen? We must use the tool of faith that God has given us to resist the pressure, resist the pressure that the enemy has thrown at us. The enemy wants to tell us that resistance is futile, but that's a lie. Resistance is not futile, resistance is power. The devil has, the devil has, this, has sold this lie to so many people that, that you can't win. Doesn't matter what you do, you're not gonna be able to change the school curriculum. You're not gonna be able to change who's in office. You're not, you're not gonna be able to change the, the patterns that, that he set in motion. These are lies from the enemy. We've got to stand up and fight. We've got to be ones that are going up and addressing the school boards. We've got to be the ones that are going to, to see godly men and women step into positions of power and authority, that are going to, to run for those offices, run for your HOA board if you have to, get some godly presence in those meetings. Let's talk about the positive potential now. When faith is applied, there will be breakthrough. You can expect it, you can count on it. When faith is applied, there will be breakthrough. As Lisa was sharing that over the last few weeks and even months, we've, we've been experiencing pressure, we've been experiencing uh, uh, attacks, we've been, been experiencing a lot of stress. And, um, and leading up into the grand opening this past Sunday, the truth is that, that we would not have been able to handle all of that if not for the amazing teams, the amazing people all around us. Everybody here that supported us, everybody here that's been fighting their battles and winning their battles to get us to that place. So that last Sunday we had 1,092 people over two services in this house. We had 90 new guests, 26 salvations on the first Sunday for the grand opening. And that's just the beginning. We got to experience the breakthrough. We got to experience the release because we, we persisted in faith. We knew what God was gonna do here. We knew that God was gonna show up and is gonna continue to show up in El Cajon because of this house, because of this place here. We know that God is doing a mighty thing. And, and we knew that it didn't matter what the enemy threw at us. It didn't matter what stresses were there. We just had to resist and, and get to that place, get to that place of breakthrough. Every time you're facing a battle, every time you're facing a, a stress, just believe in what God is doing. Believe in the outcome. Believe and expect the breakthrough to come. But it didn't just end there because the, the next day, the very next day, that Monday, I got word that I got the biggest raise that I've ever had in my job, in my entire career, the biggest raise that I ever got. And it didn't stop there. Just today, Lisa got the biggest bonus from work that she's ever received. When you believe, when you stand in faith, there will be breakthrough, there will be a release. There's so many potential outlets for power. 
There's so many different ways God can, can move in your life when you believe, when you have that faith. And, and it may be in ways that you, you would never expect. Neither one of those raises were expected. Neither one of those, those bonuses were, were something that were pre-planned. In fact, my, my raise was out of cycle. It wasn't even the normal cycle. It was just my company deciding they, that because of market conditions, they were gonna give, are gonna cross the board raise to everybody in the company. Your faith can help somebody else. Did you know that? There was four friends that took one paralytic man up to a house. They dug a hole in the ceiling by faith. They lowered him down in faith, and they saw their friend healed because of their faith. Jesus looked at them and said, because of your faith, he's healed. Your faith can bring breakthrough to somebody else. We're not the ones who abdicate responsibility. We take responsibility for battles that weren't even ours to begin with. Because we want to see faith rise up. We want to see faith grow. What does that mean? That means an expansion of friendships, an expansion of relationships. When you lift up your shield of faith over somebody else where they can have rest, you can bet they're, they're going to have appreciation for you. You can bet that they're going to love you a little bit more because of your faith that's going to see them healed. As we, as we come to a close tonight, I want to read a passage of Scripture. This is Hebrews 11, and this is great examples of faith. And I'm going to hit some, some key points in here, but, but my assignment to you, my homework for you tonight and moving forward is what is the potential power of your faith? What is, what is the potential breakthrough that you can expect? Hebrews 11 has, has some incredible examples of the outcome of faith, the result of faith, the potential power of faith. And maybe some of these will apply directly to you, but maybe it'll just start to get you thinking about what is possible. Maybe you'll start to think about, about what your faith can produce. That faith that God has given you, it has power. And the more pressure that comes on you, the greater the power is gonna be released. So I want you to listen to this. And as, as you listen, I want you to think about how, how it applies to your life or, or any of these representative of a situation that you're in, or, or maybe it's just gonna kickstart something on the inside of you. And this is, this is so much where you need to, to lean in and listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to what he's, he's sharing with you tonight. Listen to, to his heart for you. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence, the substance of things we can't see. Through their faith, people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command and that we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. What we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Faith is a substance. Whenever, whenever growing up, I would kind of question my belief. I would, I would question, you know, does, does God really exist? Is there a God? Does, does he love me? I would always come back, back to this fact that I could not deny that in my heart of hearts, I believe that God created the earth. He created me. Something that no matter what people will tell you, science has, has never found an explanation for how we're all here. How did this really happen? And if they tell you like Big Bang or whatever, you just keep, keep asking, well, what came before that? What, what came before that? Everything that we see here came from nothing because of God because he's the creator. 
And if you can just, if you can just wrap your head around that one thing, that God is our creator, everything that we see came because he created this. Then you start to realize like, yeah, th there is a God. Yeah, it makes sense that, that he would give us some instructions for how to live our life. Yeah, he, he does actually love me. Yeah, he, he has given me faith. And yes, I'm gonna apply that faith in my life. Verse five, it was faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. Verse six, you can underline, highlight, star this one. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about things that had never happened before. Faith will give you insight about stuff that's about to go down. Faithful will prepare you for a flood. Faithful will get, faith will get you ready for the fight. Verse eight, it was faith that Abraham obeyed God when he called him to leave a home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Faith isn't having all the answers at the start of the journey. Faith is believing that no matter what comes up, God is gonna bring you the answers. God is gonna reveal the answers to you in the middle of the journey. Or even if it's at the end of the journey, there's some answers that we won't get in this life. Faith is being okay with that. Faith is trusting in God even if you don't have the answers, even if you don't have the understanding. Verse 11, it was faith, it was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and was too old, she believed God that would keep his promise. She believed that God would keep his promise. By faith, even at 90 years old, she had faith that God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there's no way to count them. Verse 17, it was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a, as a sacrifice when God was testing him. In 20, it was by faith that Isaac promised blessings for the future to his sons. It was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons. It was by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently that the people of Israel would leave Egypt. It was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an, an unusual child and they were not afraid to disobey the king's commands. There's some commands from the kings that we're called to disobey. By faith in God, by trust in his word. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, then you have license to disobey that command. It was by faith Verse 24, that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of a Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. Faith isn't, isn't getting everything that you want when you want it. Sometimes you have to exercise self-control. Sometimes you have to say no to certain things because by faith you're not called to walk down that path. Verse 27, it was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to, 
to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorposts so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. Even if there's an ocean in your way, if God has called you to move forward, then start taking the steps. Lift up your hands and praise Him. God is gonna make a way in the wilderness. He's gonna make a way through the sea. He's gonna make a way through that mountain. Just keep walking, keep moving forward by faith. Believe, by faith, trust in Him. Verse 30, it was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of faith in Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouth of lions. They quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned into strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. And women received their loved ones back again from death. And the thing that I want to close with, why don't we all stand to our feet? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39. All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. Watch this. Yet none of them received all that God had promised. Are you kidding me? Everything that we just read there, none of them, none of them received all that God had promised. There's still more promises of God, above and beyond everything that Abraham and Sarah had and Moses and all these other heroes of the faith, they didn't even access all that God has promised. Why? Because this, the Messiah hadn't come yet. Because Jesus Christ hadn't yet died. And after he died, he went to heaven to sit at the right hand of God the Father, but he released the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit contains everything that God has promised. Every single promise of God is available, is accessible through the Holy Spirit. So how do we access it? It's very simple. Apply the faith that God has given you. Apply the faith, believe in Him. Believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. He is our Lord and Savior. He sits at the right hand. And He has given us access to the Holy Spirit. He has given us access to the fulfillment of every single promise. So that in any, in any situation, facing any enemy, that if we believe, if we know that God is with us, and He will never leave us or forsake us, if we apply the faith on our hearts, then there's power in our hands. I wanna close right now and I wanna pray with you. And I wanna, I wanna pray with you tonight, especially if, if you've been struggling to, to apply that faith. If, if maybe you, you know that you believe that God is there and you believe in Jesus Christ, but for, for whatever reason, it's been, it's been hard to, to apply that faith. I don't wanna embarrass you. I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna bring you down to the front. But if, if you'd like some help, some assistance from your heavenly Father, from the Holy Spirit, to apply that faith, to, to counter all of the stresses that you've been facing in life. To say, I, I know that the enemy is coming against me. I know that he's trying to attack me. 
and I'm not putting it up, up with it anymore. That I, I wanna apply the faith that you've given me, given me. I wanna see breakthrough. I wanna expect breakthrough. I don't wanna be scared of trials. I don't wanna run away from them anymore. I'm not gonna abdicate my responsibility. And I will not let the devil pierce me anymore. That I want to lift up that shield of faith so that no attacks bear fruit. If that's you tonight, would you just lift up your hand? I'd love to pray with you. See those hands all over this building. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for the faith that's rising up. Thank you for the application of faith. You have given each one of us a measure of faith. God, I thank you that we can apply it to our lives. That we don't have to expect wounds or trauma anymore. That every single attack that the enemy has thrown out of, at us, that shield of faith will not let it penetrate in Jesus' name. God, I thank you. We're standing up and we're facing the challenges that come our way. Whether it's, whether it's a, a, a little thing or a giant in our path, God, we will not back down and we will not let that voice be the only voice that speaks into our life. We're going to speak the voice of truth in the face of giants. We're going to speak to those mountains and see them cast into the sea. God, I thank you for every single person here today that is ready to apply that, that shield of faith, is ready to lift that up. God, I thank you for the power that's building on the inside of them. The more pressure that comes on us, we say good. The more power that's being generated. We're ready to see breakthrough. We're ready to see God move in our life. God, I thank you that the power will not just rest with us. It's going to extend to our families, our friends, our whole world. Everybody is going to be affected by the power that's released because of the faith that you put on the inside of us. God, I thank you for this day. I give you glory for what you're doing right here, right now, in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody give God some praise right now. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.